0: broadcasting from the business capital of the world this is the podcast business news network
1: hey welcome back everybody there is an amazing store located in illinois specifically crystal lake which is really all things metaphysical you name it and I know it's a cliche. You name it, they got it. They really do. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I wish there was a store like this in every community around the world. It's called Enlightened Balance Chakra Spa, and Kim is the owner, and she's with us. Hey, Kim, how are you doing?
2: Good morning. Happy
0: to talk to you.
1: Good morning. Yeah, it's good to have you back on here, and there's so much to talk about, and I know that you have one of your, one of your practitioners there, Kate, who I uh, met last night by phone. Kate, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, Steve. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's good to have you both guys with us. And Kate, your your specialty is mediumship, past life regressions. Tell us some of the other stuff you like doing.
0: Um, I love practicing um, Reiki with clients that need healing in mind, body, and spirit.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, uh, we talked last night and you shared some stuff with me on the medium side Still processing the one thing that, and I, I even told some friends driving in today, the one thing that you mentioned about a boy holding a blue kite and that symbolizes something and I know I'll get it. It'll connect. It happens a lot where, you know, a medium will say something and you're like, mm, what, how does that connect? Um, I haven't connected it yet, but what could it, what could that possibly signify?
0: You know, that is not a message for me. That was strictly a message for you. I thought about it again this morning and thought about it last night after we hung up. And I thought that was really specific to you. Um, you're not aware that you had a twin brother, are you?
1: No, but I have a twin sister.
0: Oh. Does she have masculine energy, I wonder?
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Okay the message was coming from a twin.
1: Hmm. Could that message be Could that message be coming from, let's just say, my sister, who is still with us? Um,
0: yes. Yeah, it can. Hmm. And you know in mediumship you can speak to the living and the non-physical, those that have passed sure. out of physical, sure. Hmm.
1: If that was coming from my sister, some kind of message or... Let's just say, let's just say from the other side, mentioning my sister, you know, Mm -hmm. let's say it's my Mm -hmm. mom, my dad, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Sure. Would that be connected to the blue kite, or this is a totally separate um, message?
0: No, it was connected.
1: Hmm.
0: It was connected to the blue kite, yes. So that's for you to process. (laughs) Uh, You know, an interesting
2: story, though, that you made me think of this whole scenario now. We had a client once, so we do walk-ins and appointments here, and I think we've been popular because you can walk in the store, be a shopper, and I can put you with a medium right away. We don't even know your first name until you tell us. So there's not a way for us to Google you or to Facebook you or any of these things to get any type of details. Sure. But we had a, a husband, a wife, a little kid, and a toddler jam in a room. They got a reading. They came. They left. They paid. I assumed everything was fine. Um and later, the lady came back and said, I have to tell you a really funny story. Your practitioner had told me that I was going to have another child, and my husband and I secretly laughed because he had just had a vasectomy, so we were like, ah, uh, can't happen. And then she told me that um, I was going to rekindle a relationship with my brother, and I kind of secretly laughed. I don't even have a brother, but we paid and left. We thought uh, <clears throat> it was money for entertainment. That was fun, but not real to go and then she came back and she's like do you know that i found out that i had apparently gotten pregnant before the vasectomy had fully taken and my father had an affair and i have a guy who contacted me from south america to get to know me and she's like i just thought i should come back and tell you because it was such two very specific things that in our minds could not be true that then came forward and were completely true in the most bizarre way so I do think sometimes with messages, weird things like that happen in the moment. It doesn't uh, speak to anything, and then at some point it'll pop up, and then it'll make sense. But I don't know anything about the blue kite that came up mm. last night. I'm just saying it's interesting when things like those happen.
1: Oh, yeah. And I, I I call it psychic amnesia, where it's you just go blank, like, ah. But the more I think about it, and I really got to go deep here, I there might be some memories of me flying kites with my dad and I didn't spend a ton of time with him, but I'm, I have like a foggy memory of that. I don't know if there's a connection there or what, but even the fact, Kate, that you mentioned a twin, <laughs> I'm a twin. So there you go. <laughs> I
0: wasn't going to mention that right away because when I mentioned the blue kite and the messaging and it, it was you holding the kite. I thought, okay, this is not resonating with him. I'll let I'll leave this alone for a moment. And I think we both agreed to that. So Yeah. Um, I did not express further, but I was telling him this morning about the message from the twins.
1: <laughs> Very interesting. Oh, huh? interesting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I just talked to my sister Sunday and she's thinking about starting a business, so she wanted my help on that. Um, but yeah.
0: Oh. Well, what I'll kind have- of business is this? You know?
1: uh, say, say that again. I'm sorry.
0: What kind of business will it be?
1: Um, Caring for seniors. Mm,
0: okay. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Maybe that's her logo, the blue kite. I
2: don't know. <laughs> the blue kite, the lifeline of a blue kite to help you in your darkest hour with your family that you care for that needs care.
1: Okay. No, no, okay. Okay. So. <laughs>
2: I'm just teasing, though. No, wait a minute.
1: Wait. Wh- hold on. The reason she called me was for a logo. Oh,
2: oh well, there you, know. you know. go.
1: <laughs> because I I do marketing, so and she even referred to our mom when I did something for uh, our our mom, and it was uh, a logo. Uh, the the business. Uh, it was a real estate but it was a tree there was there's a background behind it but she referenced that my my sister did twin sister on sunday and that's that's one of the things that she was talking about a logo so <laughs> I got, oh, might have something there thanks kate save me a lot You're of time
2: <laughs> well, you know it's interesting that the kite being blue i mean blue is your uh, throat chakra so perhaps people, when they need care for a loved one and feel bad about it, don't really know how to articulate that they can't do it all themselves. They don't want to feel bad about not doing it themselves, but want to deal with a compassionate person who will make them feel less guilty, you know, yes. about the care they receive. You know what? And their third
0: party. Absolutely. And, the, and another thing that people aging, you know, seniors, they don't want to lose their freedom.
1: Sure.
0: Also oh, maybe it's a kite, the symbolism of a kite with the freedom of the kite crab. That's a huge thing, though, for seniors. I mean, they, I remember when my mother passed, she did not want anybody coming in the house, and she was not going to a facility. She was going to have all the care health workers come to her.
1: Well, yeah. something else resonates here. Blue is the number one trust color. So if you look at anything medical... More more times than not, it's blue because there there has to be or should be a level of trust there. So there's something there too, I believe. So it's interesting. Lovely. Yeah. How lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other things, Kate, you do past life regressions.
0: I do, um, and I have had the most extraordinary experiences with past life readings. And I have only probably out of the hundreds that I've done, I'm probably up there. In almost to 1,000 now over the last couple of years, um, I had a young girl that, and you'll love this, it's great story, she, I don't normally work on under a, anybody under the age of 18, and this young lady came in with her mother who was very fond of the store and um, ended up working here at one point. Um, but she brought her daughter in and she said she's having nightmare tears for the last 10 years and we need to get a better understanding of what's happening and it was a dream of being on fire and it was happening nightly so I got her on the table and I began to um I I started the crown and the (laughs) the feet to get a different perspective in her energy so I'm starting on the 7th, 8th chakra, which is the cosmos connection, and then going to the root and connection to the earth and telling her out loud everything that was happening. And what was unusual about this reading, I was getting exact dates. And as the reading flowed, it showed her in a plane flying a solo flight over water and I was given a date, and the flame, the plane engulfed in flames, and she was burned alive in the, in the plane, and so when I looked up the date, it was, uh, I forget now, because that's several years ago when I did this, but it was so remarkable to me, I remember the details about our discussion, Um, I found a picture, and it was Amelia Earhart, Ah. And this and this young girl looked identical to Amelia in the picture. For the age, meaning yeah. that who are we are we talking about Ellie? Uh huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah that I is
1: that it. is crazy. I, I'm gonna press pause there. I do have a connection to Amelia Earhart.
2: Oh, strange.
1: So we'll get oh, with that. Oh
2: shocking
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get with that. I I believe we have a call. Hi, can you hear us? Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi Stephanie, we have Kate and Kim. Say hi to them.
0: Hi. Hello. Hi Stephanie. Hi. I just have um a quick question. I was wondering how do you guys find
2: someone's chakra? Oh.
0: The chakra points are basically meridian points. Um there's 28 total. And they're in various places. The main ones that most Reiki practitioners work on when they're performing um, their service is the, the seven. And it's the crown, um, which is number seven, at the top of your head, right in the center of your of your head. And then it goes down. You have one at your third eye, which is the pineal gland in between your two eyes. Throat chakra is right in the center of your throat where your thyroid is. Heart chakra is where your heart is in the center. And you have solar plexus and sacral, which are right below um, the top of your rib cage and then the bottom of your rib cage. And then root is um, in your hip region.
1: Hmm. Is there one chakra Ooh. that's more important than, than any other one in your opinion? No? No? Okay.
0: Well, I'm, I will say that when I attune people, um, when they are um, being certified to provide Reiki to others, um, there is a triangle that I work with, which is the crown, the third eye, the throat, and the heart. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that they're all open and flowing with Reiki energy, which is universal life energy, right? Um, and that's in, in attunement, that's critical.
1: Mm. And those are all, all center around the, above the neck, basically.
0: Um, well, no, above the above the rib cage.
1: Above the rib cage. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, any other questions uh, for Kim and Kate?
0: Um, no, I just had the one. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, uh, thank you for checking in. Appreciate it. Thanks, so, Stephanie. Back to Amelia. Uh, has always been on my radar as a kid because of her transatlantic flight, right? Um, Mm -hmm. reason being Charles Lindbergh did something similar, a guy, right? Um, Mm -hmm. if you look at the historical pictures Mm -hmm. of, of his first flight taking off from long Island, there's a guy holding a paper underneath his arm, part of the security detail. And that's, Uh that's my grandfather. Oh, wow. so, Amelia, you know my family would always talk about both of them, Lindbergh and uh, Amelia Earhart, because of you know their contributions to aviation and uh, their their yeah. all of that. but uh, he was the uh, uh, high-level police officer, and he was standing next to Lindbergh just before he took off, and you know him because he had this his trademark was carrying a newspaper underneath his arm. <laughs> so if you look at the pictures you can find
0: That's it That's crazy. Yeah. So recently, I think I'm not sure if it was National Geographic or if it was the Smithsonian um, found the pieces of the plane, and they did confirm this was just this last summer. Um, and remember, I did this reading, gosh, probably six years ago now, um, mm-hmm. that there was a fuselage leak and that the fire did start in her cockpit.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: So that was confirmation for me that what I was being shown um, by her guide was spot on.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's right. Now I'm thinking about it. It was uh, even the, uh, they found her bones on uh, some island in the Pacific, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Huh. -hmm. Interesting. So if, if she didn't have that fire, she probably would have made that trip. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Burn and fire <laughs>
1: just guessing i don't know but uh yeah interesting past life regression so let's let's dig back into that how do you take somebody on on that trip back and how do you know that it's legit like if somebody says that they yeah you know, how do you connect the clues to make sure that they're really where they think they are
0: so I started out when I was initially doing past life readings. I went progression therapy. That's very specific where the client um, is telling the practitioner under hypnosis what they see. I actually um, was given the gift of being able to see into the Akashic Records after I was attuned with Reiki. Um, there's a symbol that you're given, which is a key to the akashic records and the vision started coming fast and furious however i wasn't really forewarned about that when i was attuned in reiki and so when they started happening i didn't understand what was happening i actually thought i was losing my mind steve it was a little scary um i was told by spirit which i am connected to when i am performing reiki on someone that I needed to step out of my comfort zone and I was compelled to share certain details with a person. And it was to the point where I could not, I had to risk being embarrassed and looking like a complete fool. Um, And so I, I did share and it was spot on. The person resonated with it 100% and it was clear to me that it really had nothing to do with me or my presence, I was a conduit, right, for this information. And I started deep diving into it, and during the pandemic, we couldn't perform them um, live, so I changed course. I was mentoring underneath Lois Wessel, um, who has written a couple books, and she stopped doing them in person because it's very taxing on the practitioner, um, the energy that is expelled during the guided, I, I suppose, it feels almost like you're traveling through their records when you're performing the past life reading. Um, I started to take pictures from people because that's what Lois had done and do the readings from their pictures. And it had to be a singular picture of the person and I would take all of the information I was given and record it with a live voiceover um, and then share that recording and then do all of the historical research um, for dates and to determine who they were because a lot of times I don't know these things. I, I mean, I'm given a name, I'm given a date. I think I mentioned last night that one past life reading um, I've worked on where the woman was a lover of mussolini and i had i know nothing about mussolini other than he was you know dangerous <laughs> to italy um and i looked up the data and did quite a bit of research and found he had several lovers and one of the lovers they had, they had a picture online and it looks identical to the client so um i do that as well and share that information um, generally, I'm dependent upon what's given to me. There's a guide most of the time that shows up when you're doing Akashic record or, or past life reading. Um, I don't. I, I don't. I, did that answer your question, Steve?
1: Yeah. Uh, and and the Akashic record records is interesting, Kate. Let's talk about that for a second. So, is sure. that? When you take somebody back, is that how you, I guess the best description is, uh, confirm what you might believe when, you, when you're taking somebody back?
0: Yeah, I, it, belief is a good word. Um, I don't get a say. When the information is given to me, If I, if I got into my cognitive portion of my brain and my ego was intact during this, I wouldn't be doing it at all. So I'm really allowing myself to connect with spirit, with divine energy, with infinite intelligence, if you want to call it that, got their guides, and they show me what they want the client to know. It's dependent upon where they're at in their spiritual journey and their life and what they're working on and what they need healing, what they need to heal in order to keep, their momentum, um, you know, those rockets shooting forward.
1: Is it when you take somebody back, can it get very emotional?
2: <laughs> yes. I only laugh in the background here because every month we get an entire case of tissue <laughs> delivered, wow. and, the, and the UPS guy is always, like, joking, and I'm like, yes, there's a lot of purging going on here, but it's yeah. it's a good purge. So for us, it it's kind of confirmation, although that's a weird thing to say, um, of people, you know, letting go of things that don't serve them, guilt, memory, healing, whatnot. But, you know, you were talking about confirmations. Uh, Another couple, I know I I have apparently a ton of
0: stories here, but
2: we had a gentleman who had done a past life session, and, you know, you're fully clothed, it's not like a massage in any way, so you have all your clothes on, and in the end, he had been shot to death in, in a war and funny enough he was emphatic in showing us that he took off his shirt and he had birthmarks they were not bullet wounds but birthmarks all over his body that looked like bullet wounds which was just shocking to everybody involved you know that there was some kind of connection to the then and the now that kind of transferred over in a completely different way um we've also had a client who had a lot of leg pain for no reason had been to a bunch of doctors and nobody could kind of identify anything and of course we don't know this on the front end, but in hers she had been um her leg had been severed in a in some type of an accident. And then that kind of triggers her to share with us that that made so much sense to her because she had had a leg issue that nobody, you know, neurologists, you know, a million doctors couldn't really identify the issues that she was having. So that happens frequently. Yeah, more I going to say it, it's not. more weird one-off things, I guess, mm-hmm. that are come up that aren't necessarily. Um, it, it explains a lot of what's going on to a person now, which is really
0: kind of the goal, I guess. So, so I think it's important to note that um, the young lady that was here, the the night terrors and the fire stopped after her past life reading. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Ellie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've
0: probably... F- heard. <laughs> Oh, sorry.
1: Go ahead. No, I just want to tell you, I've heard similar stories where um, somebody did a past life regression on a guy and he always had back issues and uh, he didn't reveal them until they said, yeah, you got shot. You, you the bullet entered your back. And he's like, I'm being serious when I tell you this. I have this pain right here in my back and I've had it since I was a kid. And I mean, you know, why would he say that if it wasn't true? <laughs> and there's the, right, con- right, you know, right. the connection to it. Exactly. You wow, know, uh, it, how long does a typical regression take? The
2: shortest one we offer in the store is an hour and fifteen minutes, and it's kind of what we call a, a mini regression. You're not you're not fully hypnotized. Um, you're kind of more in a lucid dreaming state. Um, you're generally laying down. We offer, um, you know, a short version that, that's what we call our mini, and then we have an aggressive, kind of a longer three-part version where we, where she goes back and does do, you know, research on dates and things that come up so that the person has a full report of different things that came up that they already were told, but how to connect the dots with other things, you know, later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's almost like, Uh, a CSI investigation where, you know, the pieces are all coming together. Right. It's almost like everything you guys do is, is sort of like that.
0: It does feel that way sometimes.
1: Right. Uh, Kate, for you, some of the other stuff you do, I just want to share, uh, before we, before we run out of time here, you also do animal communication, uh, cord cutting. Is it really?
0: Yeah. I love, I love working with the animals.
1: Hmm. They're
0: so wonderful.
1: Yeah, and the stories that you can find out, especially if an animal is came from a, a shelter and maybe had some some challenges and oh sure,
0: right? sure. I see that a lot yeah, I'll bet. I bet
1: I mean there there's you know anybody that adopts you probably should do that just to get the backstory because you don't know you, you sure. don't
0: know yeah that's right no I've done a lot of those one that's very interesting and I'll share this with you the client came in and said that. Her cat did not like her, and that the cat had a problem, and that the cat was experiencing um, a lot of uh, fear and bitter a couple times, and so on. And after we were talking for a while, it turns out that the lady was very stressed. Um, She was not petting the kitty, she was not friendly with the cat, and it turned out that really the client, the the human client, was the problem, not the animal, and um, the cat was only reacting to the human's energy. Wow. And so in that instance, it really surprised the customer, but I will tell you that um, it was was eye-awakening for her, and she realized that she was taking out her upset every day and her stress on her cat without even realizing it.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I know. I know. The cat can't tell you. The cat can't tell you. It's got to come from Kate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: You know, speaking about animals, though, we've had people that come in for a medium reading, and, of course, people always have a loved one that ideally is the person they're hoping that comes through. But, honestly, the the person that has something to say or some kind of confirmation... (laughs) some type of confirmation is the one that generally makes it through. But we'll have people who, you know, are hoping to talk to grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, somebody, but instead their childhood pet comes through very specifically, you know, name, how it looked, you know, whatever, that had kind of um, to provide some clarity to the client. You know, we see it from all ends. Again, because we take clients in the moment, you know, I see it on my front end, people taking off their wedding rings because they want the practitioner to tell them that they're married you know all kinds of stuff to make sure that we're not I guess dishonest in what we do but again we do about a thousand sessions here a month and I think part of the the thing is there's a full team here seven days a week from open and closed so if you come in and you're just feeling out of sorts
0: you can walk in
2: without any warning and get service so it, it's about as honest of a relationship as there can be, you know, if I don't even have your first name until I'm walking you back, there's not really any opportunity to kind of dive deeper into a person,
1: you know? Yep. Yep. You guys are, again, completely on the level. This is like the real deal. If you're looking for anything metaphysical, it's happening right where you are. We didn't even get into the Oracle uh, oracle card readings that you guys do, uh, Kate specifically, or any of that. So, Uh, I want to tell everybody, go to the website, enlightenedbalance.com, enlightenedbalance.com. A lot of stuff can be done virtually, like Kate and I did a reading last night. And uh, Kim and Kate, I appreciate you guys. Thank you uh, for joining us today. And uh, look forward next time we get together and and talk about some other cool stuff.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, Steve. And again, if anybody would like to schedule any type of virtual session, you would just need to call the store at 815-307-1180 to do that.
1: And at this time, I'm going to go fly a kite. Okay. <laughs> we'll
2: talk soon. Thank- Have
1: a beautiful day. You Take
2: too.
1: care. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. For nearly 2,000 severely injured veterans, everyday life has become filled with barriers. Day-to-day simple tasks can become pretty daunting. I have to carry my chair up two flights of steps or have somebody do it for me. What
0: scares me the most is just the falling.
1: When I'm struggling with my house, I think, you know, to have that
0: one great barrier just knocked down, I mean, it's, it's crucial.
1: Home for Our Troops is a wonderful nonprofit that builds a mortgage-free, fully adaptive, handicap-accessible house, and uh, there's no catch.
0: It'll be our very
2: first home that we've ever owned. This is a game changer.
1: This is where your life begins again. We need you to join us in completing this important mission. Please visit hfotusa.org and help build homes and rebuild lives. Because of you, everything's going to be okay.